coming up on this week's Don't Panic, we began by recapping the Super Bowl we all sort of watched and the commercials we half remember. Then we go wild on the week's tech news, including Apple's bold new strategy for iOS 12, an update on the Hawaii missile alert, and what crazy shenanigans Elon Musk is up to this time. Stick around. Don't Panic starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 192, recorded February 5th, 2018, The Super Bowl Paradox. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet. And as you know, you, I am Sean J. Short, as always, by my two co-hosts, a couple of guys who didn't see their shadow on Groundhog's Day because they're vampires. It's Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. I don't know. Do vampires hey, have shadows? They, they don't have reflections. I don't know. What's the thing? Where, do do, do their, their shadows go the wrong way? What's that? Uh, is that vampires? No, I think that's just like the opposite time of day when the sun's on the other side. No, no, no. It's when the, the, the shadows go towards the... Oh, you, oh God. <laughs> I got I got gotten already. We're only three minutes into the show. Stellar. Uh... So, I'm on a, a podcast with two Patriots fans. I feel like that's uh, I got to address the elephant in the room here. Yes, uh, that that they remain the greatest team of the 21st century. <laughs> yeah. It's true. You're not wrong, Dan. I'm not going to disagree with that point you just made. There's something yeah. to be said for having the opportunity to lose more Super Bowls than anyone else. <laughs> when I read that statistic, I was like, "Wait, hang on." <laughs> that's that's the great thing that's about how Oh, yeah, that means he also has the greatest chance of winning. Well, that's the beauty of being the New England Patriots and Tom Brady at this and Bill Belichick this time is that they've played football for so long. They have every good and every bad statistics, especially in the postseason. <laughs> I, I'm sure Tom Brady has every like great, like most passing yards, most touchdowns and all this. But I'm sure he's got like the most interceptions because it's just a by volume. It's kind of <laughs> impressive. The 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 number of games is just on his side for almost everything. Exactly. He's just done it more than anyone else. Yeah, it was a uh, was a was an exciting game to say the least. Uh, I think it was. as a Patriots fan, we're of course <sighs> disappointed. I, I will say I don't think anyone was surprised when a defense described as bend don't break, as in yeah, we'll give them as many yards as they want. We'll just stop them in the red zone. Was definitely going to work, um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Hey, credit to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, good, all, good football team. It almost worked. Yeah, until it didn't. That's the beauty of it. It's Ben don't break, and they broke it. So good job to to super say these words with me. Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. <laughs> Believe it. Uh, I mean, yeah that 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 was the craziest. Well, okay, the, the second craziest part of the Super Bowl. Me not knowing anything about it except that the Eagles had never won a Super Bowl, and being from Connecticut, I know that the Patriots obviously have. Uh, was that the the quarterback was the backup quarterback, and he probably won't be starting next year. <laughs> He'll probably be on a different team next year yeah. if they can get a good deal. Well, what do you mean if they? Uh, the the Eagles. Oh, so they'll they'll I trade guess him. I don't know how this works. Yeah, so the uh, other guy comes he back. Get a good deal. Well, he's he's the Super Bowl MVP now. He's quite valuable, and there are a lot of teams in the league that need quarterbacks. There's a year left on his deal, so there's a chance the Eagles will trade him uh, before before next season starts. Feels like a that feels like a really bad idea, right? Like if I was an Eagles fan, I would be like, "Don't, don't fix what ain't broke." No, his be- no the starter uh, is Carson Wentz is much better than Nick Foles. I I will I think m- pretty much everyone on the planet, including the coaches for the Philadelphia Eagles, agree. <laughs> Um, not, right. not, not to hate on Nick Foles. I'm but. just saying it would, I, I feel like that would be a very unpopular thing to do. No, not at all. Not at all. I feel like it does happen. It's like pretty common. Like, was it last year? Like when they, when the Patriots traded again after, after the, was that last year that they traded him? Yeah. Cause like he did really, he was, did really well last year and like certainly contributed to them winning and now he like played against them with the eagles to help them win this year that was a bummer um i guess it it does it i maybe it seems maybe just as a person who's who's been following new new england sports for so long like 
I don't I don't know. Like, do people trade quarterbacks? That seems impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it. It does, shockingly <laughs> enough. And it will be an interesting uh, offseason because you've got Case Keenum, who almost led the Vikings to the Super Bowl. He's uh, on a short-term deal. Uh, and his backup, Sam Bradford, was playing well before he got hurt. You've got um, uh, uh, Kirk Cousins, who uh, they just traded uh, Alex Smith to the to the Washington team, um, which means Kirk Cousins is probably on his way out. He's going to get an enormous contract from some team. Um, the question is who? Maybe the Broncos. Um, maybe. All right. Anyways. This isn't this isn't a sports podcast. I what just, I just it felt isn't? Like we had to address that. <laughs> when did that happen? Uh, but but you know what? You know what was the well? You know what was the most important part of the the Super Bowl last night? Uh the the thirty oh. the fifteen seconds of blackout on the NBC stream when no, everyone no, breathed a sigh of relief it doesn't doesn't compare to the actual blackout no. of that one year. God, so. that was great. <laughs> Bring that back. Bring back the blackout. I know. We didn't have any really big like uh, cultural touchstone moments here, like the the blackout ads. Although I did see some brands engaging with me about that on Twitter. Mm, uh, hashtag brands, right? You got engaged. I mean, not directly with me, but they they wanted me to engage with them. Let, let me mm. put it that way. <laughs> mm. uh, no, I do Star Wars movie in May. Didn't we just have one? Get used, Dan. Get used. It's gonna be like Marvel. You're talking two to three a year. Get used to it. No. Uh, So one thing I learned, I didn't know the next Avengers movie was gonna have Guardians of the Galaxy in it. Yeah, they're joining the team. This summer is gonna be bonkers with movies. I'm warning you. Wait till we do the summer league (laughs) on up for debate because it is like blockbuster goddamn explosion time it's gonna be nuts (laughs) like i'm not even like seriously every big franchise has a movie coming out this summer Uh wow (laughs) yeah the only thing i'm missing is like the uh third trilogy attempt at uh some tolkien franchise and then we'll we'll be good i mean when are they gonna put the silmarillion down into uh into movie form well, not to and not to bog no us down here. Not, not, to, uh, not to make light of the fact, Dan, but today New Line Cinema just announced a new deal with Peter Jackson, a nine-part movie trip series uh, recreating the history of the elves in the Silmarillion. I'm just joking. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I can tell. I don't know what's real anymore. It's 2018. It doesn't matter. Believe it. Um, no, but no, but just very quickly, uh, this summer, Avengers Infinity War, Deadpool 2, uh, Solo, uh, we're talking Oceans 8, the reboot, The Incredibles 2, I'm just doing sequels, by the way, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, uh, let's see, now that's just June, July, Ant-Man and the Wasp is coming out as well, uh, Mission Impossible, the new Mission Impossible movie, uh, there, apparently there's a Mamma Mia sequel, which I didn't know we needed, um, they're called... It's called Mamma Mia colon. Uh, here we go again. That can't, that's got to be a joke. That can't be right. Box Office Mojo, you're making shit up. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Wait, that's a pun thing from the song, right? Yes, it is. But it's like <laughs> that, that's the most predictable thing I think I've ever seen. Uh, um, but anyway, okay. the list goes on. I won't, I won't bog us down. But yeah, it's going to be a fun summer. For sure. But anyway, Super Bowl, yes, we saw it. Did, what did you think of the... And then the full trailer came out today. I don't know if you've had a chance to see it. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, I'm excited. It looks good. Well, the reason I was so surprised is because Rogue One came out in December. I thought it was a once-a-year-in-December deal. Uh, every Star Wars movie since the prequels has come out in December. Well, except... Wait, when did Rogue One come out? In December. In December. Oh, that's it right. Was, it was the in-between. Christmas things. Yeah. yeah. So actually, this will be the longest we've gone since what 2014 uh, without a Star Wars movie. This this uh, 2020 20, uh, 18 to 2019 stretch. Well, uh, uh, but yeah, that's all. That's all I had in the Super Bowl. I thought the uh, Stranger Things Sheriff guys commercials were really good. Uh, yeah, that was it. It took me, I could not figure out what that guy was from. And then finally today, someone was like, oh, it's the, the Stranger Things sheriff guy. And I was like, oh. 
<laughs> yeah, I thought I thought there was a an okay mix. I really, I I I was hoping last year was a one off. I cannot handle any more of the cheesy, inspirational, like patriotic, revolu you know, diversity uh ads i can't i can't i can't you don't want martin luther king in your truck oh, ad jesus christ that stuff. i didn't see that one it was well did you but did you see the remixed version that was going around no. today no so they took someone took the the ad but overlaid different audio of martin luther king talking about the dangers of advertising and he's literally <laughs> like they tell you what car to buy and they tell you what lipstick to buy and and it's it's awesome if you get a chance to see it it's it's <laughs> spectacularly funny but no there were so many of those and it's like oh you know uh, people of color and people in wheelchairs can drink coke together and i'm like no don't no i want funny super bowl commercials back i loved did you guys see the dundee the crocodile dundee one for the yeah. uh, australia tourism i thought that was very no, clever Tide, of course, I think was the big hit this year. The, yeah, the Amazon Tide, Alexa Tide one. Killed it. Did you see the Amazon Alexa one with all the celebrities? <laughs> I like the Alexa one. Yeah, although funny. I only knew who Gordon Ramsay was. Well, you know who Anthony Hopkins was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew the Westworld guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. forgot that he was at the end. That was it. And I feel like there other. I was missing half or more of the other celebrities. Yeah. Got to get catch up on your pop culture. I don't know. It's fair. Jeff I Bezos. Like you I'm knew Jeff Bezos. Than I've ever been. I, I yeah, I did catch that. I'm more caught up than I've ever been, and I'm not sure I'm better off. <laughs> That's brain space that could have been used for something else. Right. For sure. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It cool. was a, a fun and the halftime show. Of course, uh, Justin Timberlake, JT, put on a perfectly fine performance. I was pretty dis disappointed there were no like that it was just Justin Timberlake. Like yeah. I've grown accustomed to like surprise guest. Right. They had uh marching tubas. I thought that was pretty cool. That was neat. Yep. See marching tubas in the Super Bowl very often. The kid was a big hit with his uh Googling who Justin Timberlake is. <laughs> yeah, the the meme <laughs> he's a meme now. Yeah. Can you imagine you Congrats, go to the kid, you did it. Overnight celebrity. Get your Ellen uh, shows lined up. He was on, I think, Good Morning America today. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. And no, no. And I only was saw it. Was uh, that like was that like a setup or like was that just random? Supposedly they say it wasn't set up. But what I loved was yeah. that they they had the screen grab of the kid on whatever Good Morning America, and then beneath him it said like his name, like Kevin or whatever his name was. And then was beneath he it, actually on? Yes, are he you, was. Are you no, I'm, no, oh I'm dead serious. God. He really was. Like via satellite, they had him on. But the best part was the oh, caption okay. beneath his name said, took a selfie with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> like it was it was too perfect. And I'm like, this no, is yeah. This is this is the world we live in now. Uh, oh, anyways, uh any more Super Bowl stuff? Uh not if uh, there doesn't need to be. Did, oh, did, I'm, did, I'm asking. I don't want to. I, 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 I would. I think I would be doing myself a disservice, doing all of us a disservice, if I didn't right. plug up for debate at this point and say we right. have our third annual up for debate Super Bowl prop bet challenge. Uh, on the last episode, we did. Uh, we picked all the games or all the bets throughout the game, and on this week's coming episode, we'll reveal the winner and the results and recap the whole game. You don't want to miss that up for debate.tv. I guess the score is sort of out there if you go to our Twitter account at, at Up for Debate TV. But Matt threw the challenge flag. We got some controversy that I will <laughs> uh, absolutely win. He's so spectacular. <laughs> no, all due respect to Matt. Matt is great. He's a good man. I don't think he's ever been more wrong about anything in his life. So wow. I will win, <laughs> and I will claim say, victory. Matt's been wrong about some stuff. I, you know, and that's okay. But like this, we have like videotape evidence of what happened. Like we can, we we know, we know. So I will win that. But anyway, tune into that. Yeah, Dan, what do you what do you have going on, Dan? Cool. Well, I, no, I I had another question. I I feel like uh, Colby's in week two of his job. So is there any fun little <laughs> technology nuggets we have to talk about? Because I this have every week now forever. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Colby's no, in no, week no, eighty three no. of his job. <laughs> what you, Colby? What'd you do at work this week? No, no, no. I feel like when you start a job, there are like fun little technology nuggets that, you know, that happen. And then as it mm. goes on, it sort of falls into a routine. And, you know, Colby, if you ever have anything you want to bring up, 
you know, we will always have an audience here with us, but all right. Prompting. Well, I mean, I did last week. I updated the software on one of my dongles. That was fun. (laughs) Uh, I had to restart my computer to update the software on my dongle. Yeah, that was weird. Um, this is uh, Apple uh, USB-C to like multiple thing adapters, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's like USB-A and HDMI and like one other thing. And, and I had to software update it. Uh, Did you decide on a phone? One thing that, that. No, I haven't decided on a phone. Okay. I don't know like what to do. <laughs> Anything like help with? Well, it's it's like one problem is I I don't know what the exit strat. So so on the one hand, like <laughs> it'd be great to just not pay for a phone. Now, right? are you like, sure that's what this is about? Because normally when companies offer you a phone, it's specifically for like company use. Not always. I mean, no, they're not going to prevent you from doing like Google searches on it or whatever, but. From from talking to my my coworkers and my manager and stuff, it seems like they all use it as their personal phone, and I like see. you can there's like all kinds of instructions on how you like transfer your personal phone number onto their like plan and stuff. Um, so it seems like an option. I mean, okay, then I like would you say, can also just get a phone and have two phones. Right. I would say you should definitely do that then, because like. It's going to be some amount of work if you leave or more likely are fired to, you know, convert the number back. But I'm sure it must be possible. Right. And in the meantime, you save like fifteen hundred dollars or whatever. It's money right. in the bank. Right. It's it like, is. Well, it is, is a, that more than a Bitcoin at this point? <laughs> not not quite yet. Not quite yet. Uh, it, it depends on how how long it takes me to get fired. <laughs> clock's ticking clock's ticking um yeah and then so the other the other question like if that's what i'm gonna do the other question is uh i don't know what the exit strategy for my like apple upgrade program thing is uh because that's not i don't know if i can take my phone and even if i could i probably wouldn't want to right like maybe i can just return it to apple and stop paying them uh i don't know how that works actually yeah i don't i just never can i never considered that this that someone would be (laughs) would give you a phone yeah (laughs) i look i I can get the same phone i'll 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 rep for two phones or you know what yeah i think i know where sean's going with this Someone you find someone who wants an iPhone 10 and they just pay you the fee that you're paying. That's true, but then I'm on the hook. Like it's like a loan. It's like on, on my credit hook. report. Oh. Yeah, it's a loan. It's yes. like a loan you someone have to you pay trust. back. <laughs> so someone I trust a lot. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll give it to um, a lucky fan. If you out there would like Colby's iPhone 10, <laughs> don't panic show at gmail.com. <laughs> it's Colby's iPhone yeah. giveaway. He's he's giving it away. First person Use to call my in. Colby. Yes. He'll sign the back. Even the front if you want. <laughs> That's fine too. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I I I was I I'm overwhelmed with choices. Like there's insurance choices. I'm also like this is this is a thing that you're reminded of every couple of years, but like websites for that stuff are so bad. It's incredible that like maybe it's not incredible. Maybe what's incredible is that like any company bothers paying anyone money to like make a not shitty website for them when they could just yep. have like the shittiest website imaginable and no one will care. I don't know. I well care. that's the beauty of not having competition. <laughs> right. Right. You don't get a choice. If you want that free phone, you're using that fucking website. <laughs> yep. Ah. All right. That's yep. it. Oh yeah. Uh, my here's my. Uh, this is this might be a this might this is this is getting deep. This is this is oh, going to be boy. a deep diving technology down. complaint. 
So I had heard all these rumors about, oh, High Sierra sucks. It's so unstable. And like, you know, I until I started this new job, I had no reason to suspect that. Uh, like it had always worked well for me. Uh, no problems. And I think I maybe mentioned on the show that I had this like crazy problem where I I did like a software update and it took for it took forever to turn back on. And I was mm-hmm. terrified that I broke it. I didn't want to do like a hard reset. I had this other problem. Uh, there's a program that you can use, and I only figured out that this is what was happening today. There's a program that you can use. You know, if you go to like a task manager on Windows or the activity monitor on the Mac, you can see like all your processes and you can kill them and stuff. There's a command line version of this called uh, HTOP, which I use because it allows you to do cool stuff and like, you know, do some more sophisticated things. Uh, and I find, and but sometimes, so that's a that's a nugget of information. Sometimes that program stops working. It mm-hmm. hangs my terminal. It hangs every terminal. It hangs activity monitor it hangs iStat menus on the top all everything stops the rest of the computer works fine anything related to listing processes and interacting with them in any way just stops and and the only thing that fixes it and if i try to restart the computer it hangs forever restarting probably because it's trying to list some processes so you have to hold down the power button turn it back on listen to mac graphs turn off your computer and safely as you like to report a problem uh Finally figured out that it was if I run HTOP, it just explodes. Everything dies. And there's this huge long thread online about it. And it's just like it's just a bug in the kernel that they introduced in High Sierra. And it's taken them, I think finally the next version of High Sierra has it fixed. Four versions. Four versions. How did they uh this is I I haven't actually been angry about this High Sierra business until right now. Because I understand like, oh, there's a bug in like the network preferences pain. It's like, okay, Apple engineers don't use an error preferences pane. They do it all like by hand. How did how are there Apple engineers out there who weren't using High Sierra and running HTOP? And there are other programs too that will do this and and not notice that it that they had to turn their computer off with the switch and back on again. How? Maybe they know like the whatever I, incantation you have to do to to stop it from running without. Oh, so they're just working the around it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it does seem impossible. Yeah, if that were the case, then it w- seems like it would be an easy fix, too, right? If it was just True. some little thing you had to to tweak. Anyways, that's I'm 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 not on board with these high Sierra complaints, but uh, I I consider it on uh, strike two at the moment. It 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 sounds terrible, Dan. I didn't understand any of it, but it sounds super miserable. Um, imagine imagine that your computer's acting weird and you turn on Task Manager, and then by doing that, you made everything worse. And you hey, have to turn I it get off. that. Thanks <laughs> yeah, for the Windows that's, translation. That's what it's like. That's super helpful. Um, yeah, like oh, that's, the very that's stupid. thing that you want to use to figure out the problem is actually, in some ways, what's causing the problem. That that does, now I, now, wow, that sucks. What is going on with Apple software? iOS 11 is terrible too. What what is what? Do they just now, not? What problems have you had with iOS 11? Oh boy, well we got a whole story on on okay. the, all the problems all with right. iOS is this 11. A segue? Well, it might it's be a, a patented Sean Jennings segue. But I'm going to pump the brakes on it because I want to thank everybody oh. who's joining us live right now in our first ever Don't Panic si- 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 simulcast uh, on both <laughs> uh, on both Twitch and Facebook. We've had a lot of great comments. I apologize to everybody commenting. There is a noticeable lag between the comments and the stream and we've usually moved on by the time you've commented and i i don't always go back so i'm gonna do it here we've got a lot of comments out there colin turkel comments nobody wants to hear about your dongle colby i couldn't agree more um <laughs> i also want to shout out um all the folks in the twitch chat including raccoon guy three hello to you um percy comments colby wanted to see more wardrobe malfunction again i can't really disagree with that um <laughs> And that uh, was sort of the first that was my the first Super Bowl I remember. Uh the wardrobe and, malfunction. Yeah, and I but I didn't remember that Justin Timberlake was there at all. He's the he's oh, the he, was, he's, he, was the he made it malfunction. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was the malfunctioner. Exactly. And yeah, I uh, forgot about that. And Zach points out there was a Prince tribute and absolutely a great nod to Minnesota. That's true. 
I, I thought state. about bringing that up, but it's not sadly like Prince was there. No, because he's dead. Well. Anyhow. No, no hologram, though. Just thanks. a good old-fashioned sheet projection. Yeah, low, low, keeping it simple. Keeping it simple. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for joining us. Twitch.tv slash Don't Panic Show or Facebook.com slash Don't Panic Show on Monday nights. Let's move into the stories, guys. Where would you like to start? We've got quite a collection of tales here. Um... For us let's roll to, into the iOS 11 news. Let's roll into the iOS or 11 complaints. rumors, perhaps. Um, a report on Axios claimed that Apple's next major iOS update, that would be iOS 12, will focus on reliability and performance over flashy new features. The shift priority apparently comes from Craig Federici, Senior Vice President of Software Engineering at Apple, the, the guy with the great hair, um, who recently announced the new plan to employees earlier this month. According to Axios, a redesigned home screen updates to bundled apps like mail and an improved picture taking process have all shifted to next year's update. Uh, there will be some new AR and health features this year. Um, but that is about, uh, all you'll see. Um, they're going to focus instead on bugs and software issues. Cool. Yeah. See, I don't, I haven't had that many problems with iOS 11, so I don't really feel this pain. I would believe you if other people say that they do. Uh, but I don't know. The new home screen sounds pretty cool. I'm always I'm disappointed that I don't get new camera features, but I'll be fine. I'll live. Wait, what's the new home screen? Oh, they, they, didn't, they didn't really get into detail. Just a redesigned oh. home screen. Gotcha. I feel like the only problems I've had with iOS 11 have been like crashy apps, which is one would think is not an Apple problem, but you never know. I guess. Right. I have had weird rendering issues with uh os elements um where things like will like be just weirdly shifted off center and Mm. just just yeah now i have a question for you guys i think there's a feature where like you can do something to get the keyboard the apple keyboard to like sort of shift to one side of the screen i think so you can reach it better yeah and sometimes i do that but i don't know how Oh, I don't know how to do it. I was going to ask you. Yeah, that's that. That was my question. It must not be that intuitive if you're doing it accidentally, <laughs> right? Or maybe it's it's so, so intuitive. <laughs> it just knew you it, wanted the keyboard. Like yeah, it's that. reacting to your thoughts. Like, man, Colby's really stretching for this uh, back button up yeah. here. Yeah, it's it's using Face ID to look at the strain in his eyebrows. He's like, eh, <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> To be fair, I've never it's never happened when I needed it to happen. It's always been like I wasn't looking at my phone and I looked back to it and all of a sudden the keyboard has like a weird is shifted over to one side. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've mostly heard, uh, you know, I wouldn't say my experience has been terrible, but also I don't. They always just roll out so much new stuff all the time, it seems, in the last couple iOS updates. Um, and, and stop for a while, I guess is my point. Like, don't, I guess just in terms of like, I guess adding features is okay, but like redesigning stuff, they need to stop for a little while because they keep changing where stuff is and, and, and some of the gestures and some of the location, you know, like where you swipe, what it does. And like, I catch up pretty quick, but they've done it in every one of the updates for the last couple. So ever since what was the, was it iOS seven was the big graphic overhaul i swear everyone since then they've just kept messing with it time and time and time and time again like just just Mm. one revision just give me a break one year off now if they adopted the like every two years uh thing that uh i don't know if max are still doing this but i guess they are like you had lion and mountain lion and leopard and snow leopard and all that stuff would that make you feel better if you I knew it was every two years. Well, if it were just certain parts, like I'm looking at this, uh, like redesign home screen, I don't need, like my home screen is getting the job done. I'm sure the new one's better, but like I don't, but then you talk like updates to, bu- the mail app is kind of terrible, I think. I don't think it's yeah. very good and it doesn't work no. right. So focus on that kind of stuff. Like don't change where the menus are. That's not the problem. I need a mail I app. That- I think that's unfair. Like you, I think the new gestures on the home screen are better than the way it was before. Oh, uh, it's different, but better. And but the problem is, if you only allow yourself to make changes that are better and new, 
then you end up with a bunch of like clunky shit five years in no I, that now is even like more entrenched i and i agree with that don't the, you know the don't windows mistake me menu. oh boy don't you know, remember windows 8 no you don't <laughs> i wonder why uh no right. I, I, if if like the, if if the start menu had only been like a windows 95 thing and then a windows 98 they're like yeah we think that was a good idea but now it also has these things it wouldn't be like windows 8 coming out you know 15 years later yeah but I, I, you know my my beef isn't with the change my beef is my beef is with the the speed of the change i think you know a new windows right. version comes out every three years i don't i don't need an ios them to move shit every year on me that that's really my beef is like i don't mind that they try things and change things but don't do it at the speed at which at which they're doing it i guess is my point or or just fix all the shit that's broken and if that also include like focus on the broken stuff first before doing the redesign stuff i guess it's probably the best way i can put it like make the mail app not shitty and then change the home screen like that's a good priority order in my mind mm-hmm that's it. I'm done yelling for this story. I will not say for the whole night. Um, do you guys have any, 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 no themes on this? Okay. Okay. Well then we can, we can roll on to more stories. What do you guys see here? That's Oh, I have, I have a bone to pick with you. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) Not this This, again. this, This Hawaii story. Yes. You did the one thing you can't do, Sean. And what is that? I'll explain it to you. Oh, no. First, tell the viewers at home about the story. Follow-up. You may remember a couple weeks ago, we (laughs) talked about the story of the accidental alert uh, sent out in Hawaii that there was a missile incoming, but there wasn't. It was only a drill, except it said it wasn't a drill, and that freaked a lot of people out. A preliminary report has been released this week from the Federal Communications Commission detailing the events leading up to the false missile alert. Now, initial reports claimed that there was confusion in the software that ran the alert system that the user meant to click not a drill and they accidentally clicked that it was for real. Turns out that's not necessarily the case. I'll try not to overcomplicate it, but the way it worked is uh, they have different shifts. They have the midnight shift and then they have the day shift. Uh, and the uh, midnight shift supervisor decided to run a spontaneous version of a missile alert drill as the teams were shifting over to test that in the confusion of changing shifts, they could still execute on a drill. The problem is that supervisor did not tell the day shift supervisor that they were doing it at that time. They said they were going to do it. The day shift supervisor assumed it was only for the midnight shift people and then did not tell the day shift people. Now, that's one part of the problem. Part of the script does say exercise, 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 and then it says this is not a drill. Problem is, apparently the person using the computer did not hear the exercise, exercise, exercise part. They only heard the this is not a drill part and assumed it was for real. And because they hadn't been warned that there would be a drill that day, they legitimately thought it was real. And there was no confusion in the the computer system. When they sent the alert, they truly believed there was a missile incoming, so that early report that it was sort of a uh, a user interface error um, turns out not to quite be the case. Now, of course, this is only, they're basing this largely on the uh, sort of not testimony of the person who did it. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but this is what the FCC has put out, so. so the thing I still don't understand is why would why would anything that was a drill say this is not a drill in it? <laughs> that seems like the whole point of well, the phrase this is not a drill. And like if drills can say this is not a drill, so what what is anything? So I can tell you actually. So it says the recording included language scripted for use in an emergency alert system for actual live missile alert. So they want you to hear what you would hear in the event of I agree. You're just asking for trouble, um, but <laughs> I mean that, that that I mean it it I I get it from that perspective, but maybe I don't know. Just just maybe that that part could be different. <laughs> Again, I I don't know. I, I just like this, to. This is not my area of expertise. I would just like to imagine like Colby was in the bathroom when the alert started, so he didn't hear. Guys, oh. what's going on? Oh my God! There's a missile coming. <laughs> <laughs> Colby, I think it is your area of expertise, actually. So if you were tasked, and and so here's here's my how I disagree, and uh, yeah, I think this this was your pick uh, that bone, Dan. Yeah, this was your editorial 
editorializing on the story my, my, is my the, fun comments in the spreadsheet. Yeah, your term. It, it wasn't bad design that nearly ended Hawaii. It was good old fashioned human error. And like, even in your explanation, you admitted it wasn't human error because like the guy who pressed the button thought that it wasn't a drill. The people around him thought it wasn't a drill. So you, any, everyone would press the button in that situation. No, right? so that's no. Uh, hang on, let me back up. Maybe but, I wasn't clear. No, no, no. But I think, but so you're saying, oh, it was the the fault of the uh, supervisor or like the super supervisor who ordered this drill, who then failed to communicate it to two people to like the two people because they were doing something unusual and doing it on the boundary of the two shifts. Yeah. Is that what you're going to say? Well, I was also going to say, though, that according to this report, only the person using the computer to send the alert thought it was real. The other people heard the exercise, exercise, exercise part and knew it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Exercise. So I was going to ask about that. What heard what? Well, that's so again, it, like it, a loudspeaker. Uh, no, you actually get a you get a phone call that they put on speakerphone that everyone heard was supposed to have heard. Put on like. The, the, this is the problem. Your your mechanism for triggering the system is something as lossy as a speaker phone. Yeah. Is it just a phone number? Could I prank call it? Like, what is Probably. this? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Sim- this supposed to be like some like NORAD? It's US, I... U.S. Pacific Command is the one who would call Hawaii. Yeah. To let them know. Call them. Yeah, on the that on the phone, on the speaker phone. Yeah. How do they verify that it's the right person? Maybe it's a special phone. Uh, Maybe yeah, it's, it's a special the... phone. But here's, and here, this is what be my question for Colby. This all still sounds like a UX problem. Mm. How can you simulate a system where humans are supposed to take action such that the humans are taking the exact same actions that they would take if it was an actual emergency, but somehow know that it isn't an actual emergency? Mm. Like that. Yeah. Well, maybe the problem, like maybe the problem, is that the humans can know that it isn't an actual emergency, right? Like, wouldn't wouldn't right. wouldn't the best test of this be to have these people think that this would was actually happening yes. and do exactly what they would do if it were actually happening because they think it's happening? So in that yes. case, like maybe whoever was orchestrating the test should have some way to know that, like, yeah, they did the right thing; they sent the alert, but you know, the alert isn't going to go out because. Yeah, I agree. I think there are a lot of things that can be done differently. I don't think it was any one particular person's fault. One soup, one, like one person, one single person having a misconception about what's going on cannot cause this problem. That's a failure of the system. Uh, If one person in NORAD is like saw something on the screen and just panic press the like call up Hawaii button, that would be really bad. They shouldn't be able to press that button if you're just one person. Mm. Yeah. So that that's my bone with like the human error story is. Well, um, it, whenever you hear anyone say human error, it's always fun to look at it and see it, how it's actually not human error. It's a complicated process. Now, Dan, maybe you'll be interested to know what steps Hawaii has taken to make sure this won't happen again. I would be interested. Let's see. Did they start with firing that guy? Yes. Which they, would be stupid. They did. And by the way, because this... now he's the only one there who knows how this happened. Yeah. No, the, <laughs> the, 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 the person who was to blame for, for sending out the battler, apparently it had issues in the past with confusing drills, uh, which I think was pretty, spe- which, which is pretty spectacular. They haven't gone into the details of that. That was, I think more of kind of like a, a scoop type story, not officially reported, <laughs> uh-huh. but um, I doubt it. A- anyhow, uh, Hawaii has announced in the short term it's introduced a two-person process to send out missile alerts oh. to the state and created a process to cancel an alert in case of error. Uh, the lack of an automated cancel message caused the 38-minute delay. Yeah, it sounds like uh, this guy that they fired actually highlighted a, a real problem in their system. And now they can test more often and with more confidence. Yep. You're welcome, Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> uh wow i'm glad i wasn't in that place i don't know what i would do do i had him under my desk ducking cover (laughs) yep exactly yep Yep. you have a standing desk though so i feel like it wouldn't be as effective (laughs) oh no (laughs) 
There'd be so much room for rubble and debris to get in on the side. I, I have to lower my standing <laughs> <laughs> happened in a tech office they'd all be going off at the same time just a chorus of little <laughs> eight volt motors <laughs> oh my. but anyway indeed only a drill uh all right let's see what else what else we got here story time hashtag story time Hashtag don't panic show. The Elon Musk story. I saw like I saw this was the when we were doing the show last week. I saw this and it was on the side of one of the articles that we were talking about for the show. Yeah. And I just assumed it was like one of the spam ads that, that the, the, like, like it was just auto generated ones. Thing. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Does that mean you don't have ad block turned on Colby? Well, no, I do. But it just is just so familiar to me that I just sure. <laughs> I, I assumed it was it. one of those. <laughs> No, we have uh, we have two Elon Musk stories in here, both of which are bonkers, oh, bananas, right. crazy. Uh, we can start with the first one. Uh, Elon Musk uh, has sold out of flamethrowers. That's right. The Boring Company, the company built uh, designed to dig tunnels underground, uh, is now selling hats, T-shirts, and all of a sudden, flamethrowers. Although I disagree with that term, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh-huh. They sold 20,000 branded flamethrowers uh, throughout the week. The last one sold... Uh, they were on sale for $500 a pop, so that's about $10 million in about 100 hours. Buyers will also receive a complimentary boring fire extinguisher. Uh, Elon Musk has been tweeting about these like crazy. He's been having a real real hoot about it. Um, the, I didn't realize they also sold the fire extinguishers. Or it came, comes with one, rather. Yes. That's pretty funny. Yeah, and you can see a picture that says the boring company right on it. They got into controversy because a lot of shipping companies will not mail flamethrowers, so it's been rebranded as the not-a-flamethrower. Uh, he's really he's really having a hoot with it. Now, interestingly enough, as I point out, this is not a flamethrower. It is a torch. It is a roof torch, um, which they actually oh. strapped to an airsoft rifle that they repainted. <laughs> so it's not literally you a You know something about roof torches and, and roofing products, Sean? I actually do. I actually do. Mm-hmm. The, that they use to share, put down... Can uh, I share the class? Well, they, they need them to heat up because uh, a lot of rooftops are uh, rubber. And so they use to heat and stretch and apply them EPDM roofs. Um, and you use very hot roof torches, and that's what these are. And they, they're, oh. you know, it's kind of like it's like a it's like a souped up blowtorch essentially. Um, uh, that's disappointing. Uh, in my head, they had built these for some sort of purpose within the boring company. No, I think if I understand it correctly, maybe if someone watching live knows more than I do, I think it just started as like a joke because Boring Company, they were selling hats and T-shirts and stuff. And that was like the big and, and Elon Musk was like, if we sell so many hats, I'll sell a flamethrower. And then they did it. And he's like, I'll just sell a lot of flamethrowers. And then he like, it's really become a branding company more than anything else. Yeah. It's it's quite bizarre. Uh, California is trying to ban them already. So now, just because they use the word flamethrower, uh, that they would ban them. I, you know, I don't. I have to actually look and see uh, exactly what about you, it. Also, you mentioned that uh, some shipping companies won't ship flamethrowers. If it's called a flamethrower, yeah. Which companies will ship something that you call it's, a flamethrower? I'm a little suspicious that you want to know that, Dan. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. That's a little odd. Um, I don't I don't know what you're planning to buy. Can we get some branded with yeah, Don't well, Panic we, on them? If we could make something ridiculous for don't, don't Panic, what would it be? A Gatling gun. I'm thinking... <laughs> or a Tommy gun, one of those old-fashioned, like, old-timey mobster oh, Tommy guns. That would be Like, Don't cool. Panic on the Drum Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good idea. <laughs> Yeah, my first uh, thought was a uh, personal submersible. We would call it a permersible. Per- a permersible. <laughs> a permissible permersible. Yeah. <laughs> Get permission to take your personal submersible. I like that. That's like that. Uh, have you ever seen that in history class? Like the first submarine that the guy used during the Revolutionary War to try and drill a hole yeah. in the side of <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think it worked if I recall correctly. 
I mean, the submarine worked. I don't think he managed to sink any boats by drilling holes in them, but. No, but what a, what a strategy. Well, you know, high risk, high reward. That, that's kind of what I like about Elon Musk is he strikes me as one of those kids who was always told that everything they did was great. And so now they just <laughs> assume everything that just every idea is a good idea. And, that, and then he has the money to do it. Like someone should have told him to not do this. <laughs> right. I mean, wouldn't it be funny? So uh, apparently, according to Elon Musk, uh, the ATF, the Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms Bureau, uh, says any flamethrower with a flame shorter than 10 feet is OK. Ten, 10 feet is the deal. Yep. Oh, yes. That, that's your safe distance. I was saying, oh, yes, the Colby's story suggestion. Yes. <laughs> or rather, Emily's story suggestion. Let's do that. Recommended by fan of the show, Emily. Thanks, Emily. Uh, we have a story here about a new service called Chameleon Mask. Uh, it's the human Uber. The way it works is you strap an oh, iPad. Oh, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Cham- oh, wait. There's so much to take in there. I'm just reading. Like Chameleon uh- Mask. I was tempted to have you stop right there. Mm-hmm. The human Uber. Is it that TaskRabbit? Like, oh no, no. This is this is a whole okay, other go level. Go on. Go on. The way it works is, uh, you strap an iPad to your face. Me, the person. Yeah. So I would hire. Okay. So let's give you a real life scenario. Okay. Let's sure. say I have to be somewhere, but I don't really want to go myself. Like to yeah, the sure. dentist. Maybe that's not a good example because I need to be there for that. Let's to the, say to the DMV. To the, the DMV. <laughs> yes. Let's say I have a court date, but I don't mm. want. I don't want to go. Right? Why? Why do I no. need to be there? I'm too. I'm too important to 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 waste my time, you know, at court. So what I would do is I would hire Dan. Dan would strap an iPad to his face, and I would have I would have an iPad. And so on Dan's face, it would show my face. And then I would see the camera out. This is, someone pointed out on Twitter, this is like the Arrested Development. Yes. Larry Middleman. Exactly Larry like. Middleman. Yes, exactly. That's that's totally the idea. Larry Middleman as a service. Yes. Who uh, Bob Einstein is the actor. He's very funny in that. And so uh, that's essentially the idea. You hire somebody. It's uh, the way the, their website, it says Chameleon Mask is a telepresence system that displays a remote user's face on another user's face. By wearing the mask, we can be someone else, and also someone can be our surrogates. The remote user can not only communicate with people who are not in the same place, but also communicate physically by making direction, such as body gesture with the surrogate's limbs. And they've got a... They've, they've got these very... I'll put up a photo on the screen here for the folks watching the video um, of, of people... Of people. Oh, look, there's a little explainer video. Let's put this up. I like so, it. It's, it's like... A... It's like those, uh, you know, the iPad, like, it's like the, the iPads that are strapped to Segways, those things that roll oh, around. Yeah. It's like that, but but less, less, more analog. Yeah, this is so, uh, spectacular. Reading reading just the, like, blurb, I saw, I, I saw uh, how you can now hire a person to attend a concert or any other event. How is that the example they go with? That would seem to be one of the, like, least applicable places that this would be useful under what scenario would this be useful for attending a concert is certainly if you're the musician playing it's not very useful unless you manage to hire a surrogate who's a better musician than you are (laughs) if your like child or loved one is playing in the concert they're not going to be too pleased if you just hire a surrogate to go and if you bought tickets to the concert and you want to go why the hell would you send a surrogate in your place yeah but Mm. i i okay okay I'm going to spend this entire segment defending this to the death because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but Dan, I will say, let's say it's like, oh no, my favorite band, insert band name here, is yeah. only playing a show in California, but I live in New York and can't get there. Uh-huh. You hire somebody to mm-hmm. go in your place and they stream it, stream the show back to you. For when you can't be there, Chameleon Mask. Now, okay, but uh, I got to throw another wrench in the, in the works here. You're not allowed to record things at any of these concerts. Oh, I think people are going to be... Look, Dan, when 100,000 fans show up, all with iPads strapped to their face, I don't think that, <laughs> I don't think the venue can really afford to say no, okay? This, this will be a groundswell. They will change laws to make this work. I'm telling you. It's the human uh, Uber. The human Uber. The oh Uber. The, yes, <laughs> yes. The Uber man. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah. So just just delightful. This is this 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 is how you know the the value of human time has become so worthless in a, in a, in, a, <laughs> in a society of of skill parity that it's just cheaper to pay someone else to be you than to actually be you. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so indeed. Look for that. Probably never. Um. All right. Let's see. How are we doing on time? Oh, we're 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 trying. We can do. We can squeeze in one more story. We can we can finish with Elon Musk and the space car, uh, the roadster he's sending to Mars, uh, or we can do another story in the rundown. Up to you guys. We've we've got I mean, in here. One. We've got that's Nintendo stuff. We've got Snapchat swag. We've got Netflix's surprise. Uh, I feel like we have to talk about the other Elon Musk story. Unless Colby, I I feel like I've been suggesting all the stories, so you should uh you should veto me. No, we can do it. Well, I'll give you a minute no. to think about it. This is a somewhat quick one. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, February sixth at about one thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, SpaceX is launching their Falcon Heavy rocket. This is a massive rocket. Uh, if it works, it'll be sort of hypothetically the future of the space program. They're going to put humans on it at some point, could send us to Mars. Uh, this is the first one they've ever tried to launch. And as part of that, uh, Elon Musk, again, just having fun with it. You know, just keeping it loose, keeping it light. Uh, they've decided they're going to strap a Tesla Roadster to the front of the rocket. That will be the payload. It'll be in the place where like a satellite would be or the crew cabin would be. And the way it will work, and there's this dope animation that uh, I'll put up on the screen here for the people watching uh, the video. It's kind of amazing. I'll skip ahead to the part where they, they'll they jettison the boosters, and those will land back on the on the landing pads if they tested a number of times. Um, but the way it'll work is the cap will come off the rocket, and, and, and shooting into space at the front of this rocket will be literally a Tesla Roadster strapped to the front <laughs> with a test dummy in it. And then eventually it will separate from the rocket, and no joke, a Tesla Roadster will just continue to fly forever towards and then past Mars into space just because they can. What? <laughs> Elon Musk has joked that they will play a lot of David Bowie's Space Odyssey as it flies out. Um, I thought Highway to Hell would have been a good choice. That would have been cool. they, <laughs> they got a lot of time. They got a lot of time to, to fill that. Uh, to fill because it will be flying for quite. I'm trying to find. I know one of these articles said uh, exactly how far it would be it going. Be flying literally forever or until it runs into like a bot, another celestial body. I would think so. Yeah. Okay. I guess so just checking my checking my science on that one. I think that's going to be quite a long time. Uh, yes. It's not. It's he says it's not going to Mars. Uh, it will instead be God. It's article terrible. It you will, know, and given given like a uh, what's the theorem that describes the likelihood of uh, our uh, intelligent life in the universe? Uh, anyways, given that theorem, uh, eventually some other intelligent species will come across this uh, thing, and they'll they'll be so confused because it appears to be a vehicle of some kind. But it doesn't look like it's, you know, capable at all of space travel. And it looks like there's someone driving it, but it's impossible. It doesn't seem like they were ever alive. What if. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't. Why? Both of these stories seem so, like, like whimsical. I feel like. I feel like it's Elon Musk is not known known yeah known for 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 uh Honestly, I'm a fan of these Elon Musk stories. Yeah. This is way better than some of the other ones. Right. Yeah, but this has taught me to be the world today's taught me to be cynical though cuz it's like, well, but what is he hiding? Like what <laughs> like what like like he does right. this shit, but like what is he really doing? You know, like I feel distracted for some reason. I'm like, (laughs) they're like, oh, look at the fun sports car on the rocket. Don't look at like the secret tunnels we're digging under, you know, it's like, like, what are you, you know, the zombie apocalypse. Look, we're selling what the boring company is for. We're selling flamethrowers (laughs) and also building an AI that will take over the world. It's like, what are you? What? It's very (laughs) creepy. Now, now that's called vertical integration because when the AI does, you know, go for the takeover, they're going to need some weaponry, and they'll they're use the boring company flame yeah. to get around. That's right, and then they'll get and in their cars they... and shoot off to Mars. <laughs> yeah, it all makes once sense. They us, 
you know, you gotta go Talk for the next. To the time. rest of the universe, yeah. Guys, it's right. a guys, it's a false flag. Okay, get we're we're basically infowars uh, now. False flag. You know, it's the deep state. All, it's the deep the state. Opposite. Don't you? It goes all the way to the top. It does go all the way to the top. Anyway, um, unless there is a story in here we desperately want to cover, we can move on to picks. Picks, picks, picks. Picks it is. It's the part of the show where we each bring something to the table we want to share. Some of us have done that. Um, and while, <laughs> and while the rest of us figure out what we're going to pick, uh, I'll go first. Yeah. What? 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 Oh, sorry. I the, you said you made it sound like everyone except you hadn't done it, and I was like, no. I for sure did. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. I won't. I look, Dan. I would never call out names. Okay. Right, right, right. Not to name names, but uh, yeah, sure. I'll go first. Um, my pick this week is a, is is you know, what's neat about Amazon is they have all your purchase history. I've been an Amazon customer for nearing ten years now. And I went to look up this particular product in my in my order history. Turns out I've ordered four styluses over the years. Didn't remember that, ah. uh, which was fun. And this is the best one I've ordered. It's the Adantit Mark Stylus Pen. And I've got mine right here. Look at that. Um, and I thankfully didn't pick any of the other ones on the shows. This one's very good. Uh, it is the wire cutter pick. I know that we have some Apple Pencil users in the house. Um, I... Use mine sparingly. Uh, it is not fancy. Doesn't have Bluetooth. Doesn't have any power. It's just got one of those little squishy nubs on the end. Uh, and it was six dollars. Uh, and it's really fantastic. You really for like an average sort of generic iPad user. I really fell in love with it. I was using it uh, during the Super Bowl last night to keep track of all of the up for debate bets. And it was working. I was just taking notes and notability, which was awesome. Um, and it's just a really good. Very simple stylus. And I think you'll find you use your iPad in different ways when you have one. So if you never tried a stylus, six bucks, you can't really go wrong. It's available on Amazon now. The Adonit Mark Stylus. It's the wire cutter pick. The link to it will be on our website. So a bit of a, I would say a no-brainer purchase. If you own a tablet, this is good. I bring it to the supermarket with me, and I use it to mark off stuff on my list on my phone. So, because I'm crazy. Yeah, that's very uh, normal and not nerdy at all. No, totally. People don't stare at me. Almost never. (laughs) Um, but anyhow, there you go. Dan, you've got a uh, you've got a video game. I do, I do. I'm actually a huge fan of this game. Uh, I've been really excited to talk about it. I I had started playing it last week, but I didn't. I wasn't like didn't want to just give it like a two day recommendation. So now I'm at like a week and a half. Uh, it's great. So uh, let me see. Let me click on this so I can see you. What the page is like. It's a Steam game, 16 bucks, Mac, Linux, Windows. Uh, it's a card game. It's so simple. If you like Hearthstone or some of these other, like, uh, I don't know what you call them, g- computer card games or the fact that it's computerized, crazy things can happen, then you'll really like this. And Colby, I'm excited to tell you about this because uh, there's no multiplayer. It's not designed for multiplayer. It's what? you. Yep, so here's the premise. You you start on a map. You can pick on where on the map you start, and you move along this, like, path, and you fight little battles. So there's, like, merchants and treasures. You can, like, go to campfires and rest, and then there's, like, weak enemies and strong enemies. And you just want to go as far as you can. I, it might go forever. I don't know. I haven't gotten anywhere near the end. Uh, you start with, you can pick between two decks, starter decks. You always start with the same ones. No matter how much you've played, you always start those same cards. Every time you win a battle, you have the option of taking on extra cards. Sometimes you can get a special ability to destroy cards, which is useful. Uh, sometimes something might happen that permanently gives you a card, a good card, or there might be like a thing you come across that gives you a bunch of bad cards you have to try to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you're playing, your character can accumulate little like stats, but only for that game. Once you lose an encounter, it's done you gain like experience, which unlocks more cards into your card pool, which can show up the next time you play the game, but doesn't affect the next game at all. Otherwise, you start over again from scratch. So it takes like, depending on how. For me, I've only been able to play for up to a half hour before I lose. Uh, sometimes only fifteen minutes. Uh, it's and it's a lot of fun, and it seems like the the strategy of building the decks is built a lot. 
in a lot of these card games, the really unfair decks are sort of patched out because they're unbeatable. But the point of this game is to like, okay, I just have to keep drawing cards until I get like these cards in my hand at the same time, and then I can do. Then I have like infinite damage. But then you'll fight creatures where they'll say you can only draw one card a turn. Mm-hmm. So like even the broken decks, you'll fight creatures that mitigate their brokenness. Uh, so it's all about building your deck as you go through the level. Uh, it's super low risk, and th- there's no DLC or uh, uh, loot crates or any of that crap. 16 bucks gets you the whole deal. So check out... I didn't even say the name. Check out Slay the Spire <laughs> on Steam. It's great. That sounds cool. Neat. Available for, uh, for Mac and Windows via Steam. Not too bad. You're uh, you're a big fan of the uh, the the card battle yeah, games. Yeah, I, I like. I still play Hearthstone, but it's you can't really play it online without investing a lot of time and more importantly, money into it. Whereas this one, you get all of the fun of like the Hearthstone modes where you get random cards, but you can do it as much as you want. It doesn't. You don't. You don't have pressure to do well. You could just if you like really screw up in the third like battle, you're like, up, oh, screw it. I'm just restarting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cost you anything. Neat. Well, oh, check it out. Slay, slay, slay the style. The spire. spire. Oh, it says style. You still got feet. the stylus in your head. Oh, did I? Did I? Yeah, you were... it? You had the stylus in your head. <laughs> I had the style in my head. <laughs> I actually, it probably did have a stylus. I was looking at Sean. Uh, mm. all right. I don't have a pick. I'm ashamed. You're just bypassing. I, have we ever done that? Yeah, yeah. I've done it. I've definitely been that guy before. Okay. Works for me. <laughs> do you do you do you want to pick like? I still think my favorite pick of all time was the, when you picked the weather. <laughs> so if you just want to pick something, just. Yeah, what, uh, anything in life. Groove going lately. You, you do, I, I, I was telling Dan. I did. When did you become a tea drinker? Yeah, that's tea? a. Good... Yeah, you just said you made tea. What are you talking about? I've, I've made. I feel like I di- didn't. I don't always make tea, but it's not. It's not uncommon that I drink tea. I started I, drinking tea in college with Dan. That's right, but I feel like you fell off of it for a while. You've been drinking tea a lot more rec- ever since you got sick. It seems like. Mm. Well, that's what I started doing it again when I got sick because I was sick and like that's a thing you drink when you're sick. Yeah. Um, but then it reminded me like, oh, I kind of like this. Yeah, tea's pretty great. What, what, what kind of tea do you like? Uh, I like Earl Grey tea. Already? It's pretty, pretty standard. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're pretty drinking right now? An Earl Grey at 10 o'clock p.m.? Yes, sir. Man, what a, what a what a party party animal over here! <laughs> no, I drink so much coffee that like one Earl Grey tea is is just negligible. <laughs> really, that's just the chaser. It's like it's 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 like a, a the margin of error on my caffeine intake for the day. Good lord! <laughs> uh, yeah. Very good. All right, Earl Grey tea. Find it at a supermarket near a Trader Joe's near you. <laughs> Check it out. Alrighty. I think that's uh, anything else, guys. No, sir. Went a little long tonight. I think it was a, a fun time. Again, I want to thank everybody. We had a pretty solid viewership. A lot of comments out on the uh, both the Twitch and the Facebook comments? streams. Um, a lot of just okay comments. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ouch. No, 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 no. I, I, everyone was posting really good stuff, but. Uh, but the, this is my, if I give away the comments on the show, then no one has any incentive to tune in when we do it. So if you want to be part of the conversation, Monday nights, <laughs> give or take 10, 15 oh, I p.m. Uh, Every comment is special. That's right. We love our fans, and we, we hope you join us live. Again, twitch.tv slash don't panic show uh, or facebook.com slash don't panic show and like and subscribe, and that way you get the alerts when we go live because we're not always super consistent, but we try to be. So Monday nights. Definitely not for the numbers. It's for you. No, it's for that's right. That's the you in, in gadgets, the internet, and you. <laughs> that's that. That's what we did. We didn't just put in there by accident. That was on purpose. <laughs> you. Um, if you can't join us live, that's okay too. Don't panic. Uh, io is our website. And you can get all the episodes, the audio, and the video there, plus links to all the picks. Uh, in case you don't remember exactly what they are, that's a great place to find them. Plus, we get those Amazon referral bucks, and we're just rolling in them. So uh, keep clicking through there. 
What's our uh, grand total so far? Uh, I haven't gotten a receipt in a while, so I, I still think it's about it's about four dollars. <laughs> I think it's because, and I think those only come because I think Colby bought something, but like accidentally <laughs> used our link, and we like got credit for it, which was pretty great. I got I don't know why I don't do that. I just everything I purchase on Amazon, <laughs> I should use our referral link for. Right. That's the you got to game the system. Um, and of course, <laughs> well, at least uh, they don't find out. Oh God! And then you don't want Amazon on. Oh yeah, my my Jeez. friend at uh, friend at school uh, at college got banned from Google AdWords for life by uh, setting up a Google site with Google AdWords and then going to one of the computer labs on campus and just reloading the site over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. What an honor. <laughs> Be banned from AdWords. Uh. Yes, and of course, uh, at Don't Panic Show on Twitter, uh, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. If you've got feedback, please let us know. We want to hear it. Uh, and I will very quickly tease. I mentioned the Up for Debate one at the beginning of the show. I won't repeat it, upfordebate.tv. And check us out playing Dungeons and Dragons at gamenights.tv. Uh, it's, a, it's a hoot of a time. The We're just chugging along here uh, with the adventure. And I will tease. We just did the three parts of our sort of independent stories. And I'll tease on the next episode. We get to check out, for the first time, our company's headquarters. Uh, which is a lot of fun. So you're going to want to yeah, see Colby knows uh, you're going to want to join us for that at game nights.tv subscribe and enjoy, but that's going to do it for this episode. So on behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. Thanks everybody for joining us. Hope you had as much fun as we did. We'll see you next time for more tech news and good times here on don't panic. <laughs>